Growing pains are commonly found in children from ages 3 to 12, but they aren't actually caused by growth. So Dr. Derek Kelly, pediatric orthopedic surgeon, will discuss common misconceptions, what to look for if your child is complaining of pain, and the types of treatment. This is the PedsPod by Labonner Children's Hospital. I'm Bill Klaproth. Dr. Kelly, thank you so much for your time. So first off, what are growing pains? Well, that's probably one of the more difficult questions that we're going to be able to answer because we really in the medical field don't exactly know what growing pains are. They do tend to occur in children. Therefore, they occur in a point in life where you're growing, but they probably don't have a whole lot to do with actual growing. Mm, Interesting. So what causes growing pains? Do we know that? We think they're related to the tissues around the bones where the muscles and tendons and ligaments attach to the bones. And so they're probably caused by lots of activity. We tend to know that kids like to run and play and jump, and perhaps the stress of running and playing and jumping creates some pain in those areas. Mm, Okay, so what should we look out for then or expect when our child is having growing pains? Growing pains typically show up in the evenings uh, around bedtime and then soon after bed and the the early hours after a kid goes to sleep. They're usually in both legs, probably more legs than arms, and usually uh, from around the knee down toward the ankle in the region of the shin bone, the kids will have some mild aching pains, sometimes up to some really sharp, intense pains, often make it difficult for them to go to sleep, or after they go to sleep, they'll often wake up in pain. You know, I can remember having these as a kid, and what you described, right, the lower leg and hurt, just like an ache. You know, it's like, ow, this really, what is this? And uh, uh, not fun as a kid, that's for sure. And how long do they usually last? Uh, They can last for a few hours. Uh, Usually they don't get to last that long, though, because they're intense enough, as you say, that the kids will wake up the parents and try to get some help. And then the parents do various things, such as uh, massages or give them some medicines. And within a short time, the, the pain resolves, and usually the children are able to go back to sleep. And then they're typically gone by the morning, and they may come back the next night, or it may be days or weeks before they come back. Okay, you just mentioned, you know, parent might massage the child's leg or medicine. What type of medicine are you talking about? And are there other things a parent can do to help their child with growing pains? Yeah, so as long as it's okay for your child to take over-the-counter medicines like Tylenol or ibuprofen, those medicines are usually fairly effective. Uh, I don't often recommend that my patients or families uh, take those medicines every night, but uh, for those nights that they are really having symptoms, it's nice to have those medicines around. If your child has any issues with those medicines, of course, you should avoid those. But um, often uh, the the child will wake up, let's say 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night after going to bed, And then a dose of pain medication within 15 or 20 minutes, the medicine will start to work and they'll feel better. But outside of medications, simple things like heating pads, uh, as long as they're supervised or just massaging the legs for a few minutes will allow the symptoms to resolve. And when should a parent reach out to their pediatrician about growing pains? Well, anytime the family is concerned, you should seek care. The, The more challenging or, or concerning symptoms are uh, maybe if it only occurs in one leg, uh, if it's every single night, if it's at odd times of the day outside of growing pain hours, so if the child is having pain in the mornings or throughout the day at school, um, if there's any redness or swelling, any types of deformities, if the leg or arm looks different, then of course they should seek care sooner. If it's that achy pain that occurs in both legs between the knees and the ankles, 
between like eight o'clock and midnight, those are probably fairly routine growing pains. But in the end, anytime a family's concerned, they should probably have it checked. And is there anything that we should watch out for that maybe we would then consider consulting an orthopedic specialist? Uh, well, so if you start with a pediatrician and the pediatrician is concerned, it could be something else, then they may often refer to an orthopedic surgeon. Again, some of the same things. If it's a, a single leg, if there's any deformity, redness, or swelling, the child's having any fevers associated with it. Um, it but a pediatric orthopedic specialist or a pediatrician, both would be good options if the family's concerned. So you mentioned physical activity earlier, kids running around. Does that spur growing pains at night? Is that is there a direct correlation? It's not direct, but it seems to be. There are a few studies that have come out on growing pains in the last uh, decade or so that seem to uh, cause or show that symptoms are worse on the days when the children are much more active. If, say, it's a, a rainy day and the child spends more time inside playing video games or coloring or doing puzzles compared to days where they're out running and playing and jumping, those more active days tend to cause more symptoms. But it's not always that way. Kids can even have growing pains on days when they are fairly relaxed as well. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned at night generally this happens. Why is that? Is that generally when kids will experience this at night? It's complicated, and I'm not sure we know the answer. Perhaps uh, at night the children have slowed down, their, their minds are relaxing, they're not thinking about all the other things that they're doing during the day, and they maybe can pay more attention to their pain. There are a couple of theories along that lines. Uh, the, one of the reasons we thought that growing pains were related to growth were, was that uh, growth hormone levels tend to rise a little bit in the night. And so perhaps people thought that the growing pains had something to do actually with growth, but that's probably not true. So it, there's, it's multifactorial. And in the end, I don't know that we really know why the night is the worst time. Mm -hmm. Just curious, do vitamins help? If a parent is thinking, maybe if I give my child vitamins, that will help. Any research on that? There's no really good research on that as to whether or not uh, vitamins or dietary changes affect growing pains one way or the other. Now, for good bone health, you know, a good healthy diet, vitamin D and calcium, uh, making sure those levels are appropriate if there's any concern would be, you know, always a good idea for children. But in the end, I don't know that we have any dietary supplements or vitamins that would do anything for growing pains. Right. So it sounds like just make sure you pay attention and have a well-balanced diet. And we've been talking primarily about, you know, the legs, you know, lower extremities having these growing pains. Is that generally the muscles or joints where growing pains happen? Any others? Uh, yes, certainly. I've, I've made the diagnosis of growing pains in the upper extremities, say around the shoulders or the elbows, very similar symptoms. The pains usually occur at night and they occur over multiple days. Uh, I've also made the diagnosis of growing pains as it relates to back pain. Uh, but uh, we, we in the medical community, we call mm -hmm. growing pains a diagnosis, a diagnosis of exclusion. If the history and the physical exam and sometimes testing have ruled out other causes, more serious causes like trauma or infection, then we can go on and make the diagnosis of growing pains. But it can be in other joints. It can be in the upper extremities, back, as well as the legs. Just the legs are, are quite a bit more common. Gotcha. Dr. Kelly, uh, thank you for your time. One last question. As I said, I remember having these as a kid. Do all kids get these or no? No, the epidemiology on the studies, uh, of all the studies that have been done, suggests anywhere from 10% up to maybe even a third of kids will have some experience of growing pains. The really severe growing pains, the ones that are so, so bad that the families seek care, is probably anywhere from 5 to 10%, maybe even less. Gotcha. Just thinking about it, my 
my lower leg is start, <laughs> starting to hurt a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why it that is. It is certainly <laughs> miserable. It is certainly miserable, and it's certainly very distressing for the families to have a, a child who's in severe pain and, and very difficult difficult to console. Uh, so, yes, it's, it's really quite a challenge for many families. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, Dr. Kelly, thanks so much for your time today. Uh, we've enjoyed talking with you. Thanks again. No, certainly. Thank you. That's Dr. Derek Kelly, pediatric orthopedic surgeon at Labonner Children's Hospital. To learn more, all you have to do is visit labonner.org slash podcast. And be sure to subscribe to the Peds Pod and Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also check out labonner.org slash podcast to view our full podcast library. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. This is the Peds Pod by Labonner Children's Hospital. Thanks for listening.